and welcome to Article 23, your podcast all about work. This week, as promised, we're going to talk all about reward and recognition. And to do that, as always, I'm joined by Rhonda Brighton-Hall. Hi, great to be here. <laughs> and it is a very timely time to talk about reward and recognition as we come into this performance reward cycle. Yeah, we're almost on the eve of the end of financial year. Yes, we are. <laughs> and that's a real, real fun time. <laughs> <laughs> And so the words fun and now reward and recognition are in a sentence together. Our work is done. Yep. Never <laughs> thought it would happen. No, just kidding. Look, so to cover this topic today, I think we're going to look at three things. We're going to look at what matters in the psychology of rewarding people. Very complicated topic. I know. What are some of the common topics and challenges within this? Yep. And what factors should we consider when looking at rewarding people? All good topics. Awesome. So to get us started, I reckon we start with the biggest and hardest one and the most complicated does money motivate it's, it's such a great question and the answers are always so simple that they're meaningless or so yeah. complicated that they're meaningless yeah, so you can never work it out yes it does or no it doesn't or then yeah or it's so complicated or you have to consider a gazillion things so it makes it really hard yep uh, but i think in some ways the answer is yes but <laughs> i just said i wouldn't do that now i'm going to do it in some ways the answer is yes but of course we have to be absolutely clear that it's not as simple as money equals more motivation more contribution more leaping yeah. in there yeah. and that individuals have different motivations and yeah. preferences and moments in time and times in our lives and all sorts of things that you know that's why people are so complicated is we we don't just run on a this is the answer it's a yeah. it can be all sorts of answers all over our lifetimes mm. and we want it to be simple and linear but it's not no it's absolutely <laughs> not and what we know mm. from looking at the research we with the happy workers report yep. Yep. which remains today still the biggest study ever <laughs> of what it takes to be happy at work mm-hmm. we know that the three big ones the three big biggest ones are purpose meaningful work yep. relationships people who care whether we turn up or not and treat us properly yep. and agency the freedom to do the work our way with a little bit of flexibility yeah i love the happy workers report i it, do too yeah it, I act, do too. it actually covers pay a little bit as well right it does yeah what does it say again well we don't speak about those data points as often, yeah. but what it does say is at a certain point, if you're underpaid, then pay drives a lot of behavior because you've got to, you're, you can't live properly, right? Yeah. But at a certain point, we're pretty okay, yeah. and getting higher pay than that point actually doesn't make us any happier. Yeah. And that number is actually surprisingly yeah. lower than a, you'd I expect. I had a look at it. It's about yeah. $1,500 a week, something like $78,000 by the time you shake it out um, yeah. a year, which yeah. wasn't yeah, an interesting one. Yeah. Um, so about the kind of average Australian wave, give, give or take, depending on where you look at it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Look, so I think for me, when we're talking about psychology of reward, you've got to be looking at motivation. So I think that um, the one I always go to is this com- comparison other um, yes. kind of topic, which I don't think is particularly new. Um, I would put that in my very lame language as keeping up with the Joneses. It's like <laughs> yes. who you're comparing yourself against and why. So you look at basically your points of reference so you go you look at your family you look at your friends how are they paid what's going on they're driving a big black shiny car and you're not how does that work is that fair is where you start yes we all do it to a point yes and most of us go a little further and say what about people in our organization in our team in the fields that we're working in what do they do what's the work they're doing and we kind of create this self-view of contribution and also rightly or wrongly this view on what we think they're getting paid and whether that's right or wrong based on our contribution to Yeah, and I think what we're trying to do in under the skin of that is, mm. are we being treated fairly? Because yeah. if we're not being treated fairly, 
all bets are off. Yeah. But when we treat it fairly, we feel okay about it. So I think that conversation is about fairness, yes? I think it is all about fairness. Not only what is really fair, but also that perception kind of part of things important. And we're seeing a whole heap of organizations, and I'm not sure about this one, so I want to ask you a little more on it, but um, typically smaller organizations looking at making um, pay fully transparent. I know. Just put the list out there. Publish the spreadsheet. I know. What do you think on that one? Does that help fairness? Well, it's an interesting one because uh, it's an old idea. And people mm. talk about it as if it's a really new idea, mm. but it's actually the first time we started talking about mm. it a lot yep. was when Ricardo Semler's book, Maverick, came out. Yep. And he proposed that was a good idea to do. And so providing transparency and pay yep. uh, may remove fairness, yep. uh, may remove the, the concern yeah, the of fairness that, yeah, or the yeah, perception yeah, of fairness. Yeah, totally. Um, but it, but it also gives people a chance to sort of rationalize. Oh wow! Now that I know we're both paid the same, but yeah. I feel like I'm working a bit harder. Yeah. And now I feel it's not fair again. So it yeah. doesn't remove all the noise. It's not like a yeah. magic bullet, silver bullet. Yeah. So it might have like a little spike initially, but then it tapers away again yeah. over time and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just go like, I really don't, I don't mind how everyone else is being paid. I feel like I'm being paid fairly. I check the market and I'm good. So they're not actually yeah. looking for their colleagues' pay, but other yeah. people are. I'll look of... up Z in the spreadsheet. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, right. Just joking. And I think the other stuff that we um, always would put in play here are the ideas of intrinsic and um, extrinsic motivation. Again, not new. What, what are they about? So intrinsic motivation is this desire to do something because it's meaningful to us, because it, it gives us a well, I feel good about that. Yeah. And extrinsic motivation is desire to do something because of what we'll get from doing it. And that's yeah. where money, praise, accolades sort of kick in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you need both and you need both working well. And for different people, they balance each other out and other people, one or yeah. the other is much higher. Yeah. And the happy worker factors would absolutely come into play there. Particularly yeah. on the yeah, intrinsic absolutely. side, given that data point, I think as well. Um, look, that's the little starting point. Question one, bit on um, psychology of reward and a yes. bit on motivation. The other one we do get asked about quite a lot. It's like the second big question is, um, should reward be linked to performance? Yeah. And how should that look? Very complicated one as well, I think. Yeah, because it also comes in this question like a bonus. Yeah. And, and that's so everyone has massive opinions on it. But actually... Yeah. It's a gazillion dollar question. We've seen yep. royal commissions on this, so it's I very know. common. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but it is a really hard one. Mm. And I think it is so, so, so deeply context driven. Yeah. So there's always this really simple idea, bad people behave badly for bonuses. And that's probably too bad people, but they'll probably behave badly. With or without. With or without yeah. them, that's yep. right. <laughs> but most people don't. Most people don't behave badly. And they won't behave badly if you give them a bonus either. So if you've said an achievable bonus related to performance or achievement, and it's sensible hmm. and not insane amounts of money, yeah. then it can usually work pretty well. It's like, okay, as a team, if we all work towards this goal, yeah. custom service or whatever we want it to be, quality, yeah. then it can work really well. We'll do it together and it will be a, a motivator for us and we'll yeah. feel good. Yeah, totally. That can be money, but it can also be an esky or a blanket. Or I love else. an esky. I do. Just I for do. future reference on reward for my team. Please, please, eskies. <laughs> But if they're crazy, they yeah. will drive crazy in many people. So if it's a really insane bonus. Yeah. But aside from that, there's also this individual context. And the individual context are your needs in life. Yeah. Yeah. Critically important. Grab a glass of water. But yeah. um, if you look at base pay being a bit of rush as it is at the moment. Yeah. And costs of living going up and pretty tough. The pressure on different people is very different. Yeah. And so... 
here's an example before everyone gets all judgy and says, oh, I would never do the wrong thing. Yeah, Try right. this. So yeah. if I'm a parent and yeah. I earn $60,000 a year, not a lot, I've got three kids and a mortgage yeah. and I live week to week. That would be pretty much the equation. Mm. My youngest one that's being teased mercilessly at school because mm. of buck teeth yeah. needs braces. And you tell me that I've got an opportunity to earn a bonus of $4,000 and that's what braces are going to cost me. And that's yeah. not crazy money, but am I a good mother or a bad mother if I get that bonus? That's so hard. Because it used to be, <laughs> as long as your kids had shoes and they were yeah. clean, you're a good parent. But now, do they also have great teeth and do they have great clothes? And, do, and it's, There's a lot more going on in the, the key, keeping your kids safe and feeling like they belong and fit in at school. And that includes things like very expensive dentistry bills. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think um, we'll come to some of the things we consider, but the individual and the circumstances perspective on that is really important. Yeah. However that looks for them and not, yeah. not assumption driven, of course. Yeah, not saying mm. people motivated by money are bad and shallow, Yeah. but actually why is it important to you right now? And if the person says, because my kid needs braces, yeah. then my heart goes out to them. Like, yeah. I certainly don't get judgy on that. And that's a reason for them, absolutely. Um, what about, so we talk about reward, we got to a money example there, absolutely. What about recognition? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that is important also. <laughs> yeah, we do focus on yeah. recognition a lot. And I think recognition, it's another one that comes in all shapes and sizes and is really important to the person. Yeah. Uh, three things uh, that we always look at when we're sort of saying, is recognition working or does it matter? Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, recognition that does work is really specific to the person and the work that they've done or the contribution they've made that's been appreciated and recognized, yep. not just some general sweeping, well done. So that's sort of like, yeah, Good whatever. on you, mate. Good on you, mate, that's right. <laughs> yep. So it's actually, you know what you did last Wednesday, that was absolutely fantastic, thank you, yep. is something people will feel. Second thing with recognition is it has to matter to the person and be right for them. So for me, it might be call me out in the team meeting and everyone claps, that might be great. Mm -hmm. But equally, mm -hmm. I might be the sort of person who prefers a handwritten card that yeah. you've actually put some qualitative words into. And calling me out in the team meeting, I might be mortifiedly embarrassed. So yeah, totally, it is about yeah. what's good for the person and what they'll appreciate. Yeah. And the last one is um, this consistency, not randomly applied. Um, so you need to know that good hard work or good mm. achievement will always be appreciated for every person in a good way. Yeah. And you won't be in that really unhealthy, almost abusive work relationship sometimes people get into mm -hmm. where they just wish that they're the one person every six months who ever gets any compliments. Yeah. And that's almost like an abusive boyfriend friend sort of relationship <laughs> very bad um, and you don't want people waiting for the metered out applause you you really want it to be consistent good work gets recognized this is how yeah, we roll yeah every time yeah totally and look the last sort of thing that we wanted to have a bit of a look at is this idea we put together my signature approach um, to reward yeah um, we thought about what are the key factors um, and you actually did a lot of the work behind this this is a really good yeah. structure that yeah. people can easily use and wanted to keep it fairly simple so that it's easy to apply because it is a real balance of art and science it's not a straightforward here's maths here are numbers let's put it together everything to do with people is art and science and all context it? totally <laughs> so look i think the three factors are firstly what i'll call the internal environment so that's what's the role that's needed what's the contribution need to be why is it there what's the available budget think you've always got to have that layer over it and yep. what um what are the internal comparison points so number one internal environment yep second one is that's the, a fairness one fairness a one thing. absolutely totally the second one and also um has fairness uh, overlay to it is 
the external environment. Yep. So what do we do? We need to consider if there's an award that we need to look at. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So that. you do need to Baselines, be legal. Yeah. Le- le- legally. <laughs> legal. Legal. We joke around that, but it's actually not funny. No, it's key. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm saying it very seriously. Wrong, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Is there an award? Um, what should the role be paid? What's the market pay for the role? Um, and basically that's driven by supply and demand for that unique skill set. Yeah. And finally, uh, is all about the individual and some of the things we've already discussed. But basically, what does the person bring to the role? The yep. skills, experiences, capabilities, creativity. Yep. What do they add to the culture? And what are their motivations um, and how will they grow and develop in the organization? Yes. All and important, sort of bringing all those pieces. So yeah. you don't want people earning all their money the wrong way. You want them some, yeah. how they treat each other needs to be what teamwork, etc. Yeah. And we, great. you know, very cutely in a very moi way, um, think that where those three cross over perfectly is the rewards sweet spot. But, yeah, I like it. I like <laughs> Thank it. you. Cool. So look, to summarize, <laughs> I think for uh, this number 20 podcast of ours, we know that different types of reward are going to motivate people differently, that it's a balance of art and science, as yep. we said, like anything yep. with people, yep. that motivating people goes well beyond pay, recognition is key in the right way, <laughs> that fairness is important across all of this, and that the three things that we consider for reward are the internal environment, the external environment, and the individual. To meet in the reward sweet spot. That's such... Bang! <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> you knew bang I was listening. On. Yeah, you knew I was listening. Loved it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. What are we going to cover next week? Next week, we're going to take a totally different angle as we start into the new year. So we're going to chat about a very scary topic. We're going to talk about the seismic shift that's coming in our labor market. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Now, future of work is a cool name for it, but Mm. it won't necessarily be easy for everybody. And we need many, many, many more people to join this conversation. So we're not suggesting doomsday prepping. Yep. But nor oh. are we suggesting <laughs> skipping through a robotic nirvana. Yep. What we are saying is let's talk about what's going to happen because the numbers are already in and we can feel them all around us and we can see that shift already starting to happen. Mm. So let's go into this with our eyes wide open, yep. thoughtful opinions and start to have lots more voices about the future we want to decide for society and how work plays into that. So future of work and the seismic shift in the labour market. Love it. Critically important. Can't wait for that one. Thank you. I'm very excited about it. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So look, thank you very much as always for tuning into Article 23. If you want any more information about reward, um, please do get in touch at team at moi.live or subscribe to our website, www.moi.live. There's a wealth of information on reward and a whole lot else. It's true. A lot of the information on reward is just sitting there for a community. So Go for your lives. It's ready to go. See you next week. See you next week. Goodbye from us. Mwah.